Welcome to CalCast, your creator national podcast. Network News, Episode 122. Welcome, GNN fans, to another episode of God Network News, the podcast that tells you what God's doing around the world, not what CNN tells you, but what GNN tells you is going on in the world. If you're tired of listening to all of that crisis network news and you want to hear what God's doing, well, give us a listen. Carol and I were recently at a conference, which was a special international gathering of people from an organization that focuses specifically on sharing the gospel with Muslims around the world. And we met this wonderful brother who we'll call Jack. And Jack told us some amazing stories of his work in Indonesia. Indonesia has 300 plus different languages, a thousand different islands in that archipelago. There's people just scattered everywhere. You have a few Christians, and you have a large number of Hindus and Buddhists, as well as the vast majority being Muslim. And so this is a very strategic place for our brother and his team to be working and sharing the gospel with uh, people from a Muslim background. And he began to share with us these stories about what God was doing. And we quickly pulled out our recorder, and even though some of the background noise might be a little bit distracting, that clears up after a little while, but it was just so exciting, the stories of what God was doing. We had to bring it to you, our God Network News listeners. So I did what all good spiritual men do, as I'm sure, you know, Carol and Calvin have experienced this, you know, that uh, when men are losing their way spiritually, <laughs> they go get their wives, right? <laughs> so I went down and I got my wife and uh, brought her up to the rooftop. And I explained to her everything that had happened. I had seen this decoration. I'd asked the Lord to show me and the cloud formations and everything. I said, so why don't you just stay up here and pray with me for a while? So uh, she joined me in prayer, and it wasn't but five minutes later that this really dark rain cloud looked like it was just going to open up and rain on us in, in, a, in a second later uh, came over us, but it was in the shape of a warrior mm. with a sword. Mm. And so just to make sure I wasn't seeing things, I asked my wife, do you see what I'm looking at? And she said, yep. And so... We both started praying in the name of Jesus mm. and we're calling off all the assignments that have been made to this area in the mm. spiritual realm of darkness, mm -hmm. which have been invited in by the people who live there. And so um, the cloud disappeared. Mm. So after we prayed, the cloud disappeared and the owner of the, of the hotel came up and 
greeted us. And I asked him, what's the significance of this decoration on your roof? And uh, he explained to me that he was from royal descent. So he's uh, a blue blood, basically, mm -hmm. and that only people of royal descent can put this decoration on their roof, mm. and it's meant to protect them. Mm. And uh, so he, uh, you know, was very proud to have that decoration on his house and pointed out that, yeah, no other houses in the direct vicinity of his had that decoration. Mm. And so then I explained to him, after he explained to me what that meant, I explained what had happened. Mm. And that the clouds that had appeared and we had prayed and that we, we wanted to declare freedom for this area of mm. any oppressive spiritual force. And he just smiled at me and, and he said, well, you know, near the ocean, clouds take all sorts of forms and, <laughs> you know, they come and they go. So he, he kind of made light of it. You yeah, know? yeah. And then I came to know that he's, as we were telling him about our plan to go to the mountain and meet the shaman in the mountain who, you know, is famous in that area, um, he said, Oh, yeah, he's one of my relatives. So he explained mm. to me that, yeah, when you go, uh, say hello to him from me. And uh, he gave me his name, mm. which that was. He also let me know you never say his name in the neighborhood. Right. So don't don't say his name in the neighborhood. And actually, you have to visit the village chief, who's a different person, before you visit him. Mm. So great. Okay. So um, yeah, we uh, didn't know how to get there, so we used Google Maps to get to the area the <laughs> the area where the shaman lives. Okay. Oh boy. And sure enough, we, we got to the edge. Oh, and it, he had also shared with us that when you get there, you have to wear all black. So we had all dressed in black and you can't wear shoes. So oh you have to goodness. wear bare feet into the area. So we used Google Maps and we wound up at this. Um, it, it came to an area where it had a sign that said, don't go into this area unless you're wearing all black and you don't wear shoes and you can't bring any technology mm. in. So we all, you know, left our shoes and left our phones and everything behind and, and started marching into this area. Well, the road was like sharpened rocks. <laughs> I, I, it just, it hurt, you know, literally just to step on these rocks. And I don't know if it's because I'm a city slicker or whatever, but we were all in pain as we're walking into this neighborhood uh, and this area. And on the way in, I was asking uh, several people in the homes on the way in, where's the head of the village's house? And they all would just point up, it's up there. And so we kept going further in and further in thinking, mm -hmm. you know, it just must be right here. And so we got so far in that um, actually I was in front of a house that looked like it might be the head of the village. And uh, so... Uh, an elderly lady came up to me and said, so, you know, uh, what are you here for? And uh, but she was speaking the the local dialect. Right. She didn't actually speak the, the language of the country. Right. Uh, which is the language of the education in the country as well. Uh, and so she got a younger lady in the tribe to come over. And, mm. and I said, you know, hey, we're we're here to, you know, we want to report to the village chief. Because we're here to see, and then I said the name 
Oh, that you weren't supposed of, to of say. the shaman, and and, and her face just went sour. Oh, I the bet. old lady, they went off and talked in a corner, and and uh, oh, it was just a mess. You know, I'm thinking this must, I must have just made a huge mistake here. But I thought I was in front of the the house of the chief of the village, and uh, so at, at about that time, these two men came walking up. They were wearing the traditional dress that we had seen in photos that mm -hmm. this people group wears, and it's a black headdress and all this. Mm -hmm. And they walked up and asked what was going on, and you know, why are you here, and how did you get in? And I explained, you know, we came in from over there, and he looked quite confused because he had come from the opposite direction, yeah. and uh, he explained. You know um, that uh, you know he was bringing his friend, and and uh, so then after um, he asked me, "What what are you all here? What are you here to do?" If you enjoyed this episode, please consider donating to help us continue to bring exciting stories fresh from the field. Visit our website at godnetworknews.com and select the PayPal link on the right side of the page or consider becoming a Patreon partner to receive access to more valuable materials exclusive to our members.